I don't need to tell you how important it is to eat enough protein. But the tricky thing is that a lot of people wonder what has protein, even though it may seem like common sense for many people. It is one of those things where you have to know to be able to do more effectively. So today what I want to share is essentially five categories or five types of protein that will literally lay out the groundwork for you when it comes to protein. Because you can literally just pick and choose from these. And as long as you eat enough of it around a proper nutrition strategy, you'll be good. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach a peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Pig podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And today, again, we're talking protein. Specifically, nice, short, and sweet today. We're just going to go five types or five categories, so to speak, of protein that you can pick and choose from to really level up your protein game. So let's just get right into it. Number one is meat. Let's just, you know, we, we know this. Okay, so it's, it's, not, it's not rocket science what I'm sharing right now, but meat, whether it's red meat, poultry meat, whatever it may be, meat will provide the protein you need, okay? Uh, now, obviously, if you're not a meat eater, keep listening. There are other options that I'm going to be sharing with you, but meat is a staple of the protein game. So if you're someone who is a meat eater, then having meat in your diet can really level up those those protein gains when it comes to meal times. So yeah, it may seem like common sense, and it is, but it needs to be shared because imagine doing a list of protein foods and not including meat, but yeah. Meat will be a, a great source of it. Obviously, try and choose lean meat where possible. Uh, don't always be eating red meat. You know, those kind of fundamentals are always still in place. Uh, but eating meat to some degree will enable you to get better amounts of protein in your diet. Okay. Now, number two is fish. Now, fish, I'll say fish and seafood. Now, you could also argue that, wait a minute, fish and seafood, isn't that just you know, under the same category as meat. And yeah, you could argue about it, but a lot of people kind of separate them. So I wanted to separate them for the sake of this, for the sake of this list. But eating like fish and seafood is really another great way to get protein in. And especially because fish has other benefits to it, especially if you choose the right fish, like let's say salmon will give you the omega freeze and those healthy fats. It really does help give you a more broad spectrum of nutrients when you are eating certain fish and certain seafood. Plus a lot of seafood is very lean and it doesn't have as much of the, I guess, connections to to health issues, you know, where, where it comes to, you know, for example, too much red meat. There's associations with certain conditions and stuff. Fish and that doesn't have as many of those. Uh, but yeah, it's just another source of really good quality protein. And depending on the one you choose, it can be inexpensive as well. And just really easy way to really level up your game while allowing you to have a diversification, so to speak, when it comes to your protein game as well. So yeah, fish and seafood are good to go. Number three is eggs, okay? Eggs are like a category of its own. They're one of the highest, if not the highest, high-value proteins in the world, you know, when you look at biological value and all that sort of stuff, you know, to get scientific. Uh, but eggs are perfect for that. 
You can really use them as a sole protein source of a meal, or you can use it to substitute more protein into a given meal and really boost up levels. So either one of those kind of purposes will work well for you. Eggs have had a lot of, I guess, negative press over the years with associations with high cholesterol because, you know, eggs will have technically some dietary cholesterol in it. But a lot of those are unfounded. And now we're learning more and more about how having eggs, at least not, you know, don't eat so many eggs that it's going crazy. But having some eggs in your diet is a perfect way to add some protein as well as other nutrients. It really does have so many nutrients. It's like nature's protein ball with all these other benefits to it. Kind of like if you've got a protein ball, combine it with like a multivitamin in some sense, and then you've got this really good food there. So now nah, eggs, eggs are great. So yeah, you can really do that. And plus, if you're really concerned about the fats or the calories from the eggs, you can have some egg yolks and then substitute it with more um, additions of like egg whites because there's egg whites on the market now as well. So to give you more protein. So yeah, eggs, category of its own, number three, awesome. Uh, number four is dairy. People sometimes don't realize that dairy is a source of protein. This one is the one that surprises me, but it, it does happen, you know, more than maybe you'd expect where people don't realize that, you know, having milk or yogurt and uh, cheese gives you a good source of protein. Yogurt, now that there's more protein-based yogurts on the market, you're seeing more and more people, I guess, going, yeah, yeah, that it has protein. But even, even though that is the case, dairy still does not get the respect it needs when it comes to protein. So yeah. If you're a dairy person, as I am, for example, it can really form a good basis for your protein intake, especially because dairy works well as a snack, you know, a yogurt for a snack or, you know, some cheese for a snack. Uh, it can really level up those gains. Plus, you can add it to meals and fortify it that way as well. So, yeah, dairy, great source of protein, especially if you choose the right types. And like I said, there are protein yogurts on the market, like Chobani, Yopro, uh, Sagis, all those sort of ones, which are really, really good, awesome stuff. And then fifth, final, but definitely not least, is plant-based protein specifically let's if we were to choose one i would say soy-based plant-based protein just because soy-based plant-based protein tends to be on the complete nature so to speak uh it's quite a good quality protein as well from when it comes to plant-based proteins and can really form the basis of a good plant-based diet or a combination diet which is what i do and a lot of my clients do where we try and substitute some of our animal proteins out for more plant-based eating to kind of give us a more balanced approach to our nutrition but yeah, things like tofu, tempeh, you know, edamame beans, uh, you know, things like that will provide a good source of protein for you. There are other sources of plant-based protein dough as well. Don't think it's just soy. You know, you can get like yeah, the Kion brand, the, the micro-protein. You can use legumes as well. Uh, you can use all those sort of things. You know, there's, there's different ways to get your protein in from a plant-based source. But the soy-based protein stuff should be a staple if you are eating plant-based, if you're a vegetarian vegan, or even if you just want a combination diet. So yeah, don't forget the fact that you can get protein that is not based on animals and you can still get results with it. So don't stress there. So yeah, that's the list. That's the list of five categories of protein. You can see everyone can grab something from there, whether you're a meat eater, fish eater, whether you eat eggs or not, whether you eat dairy or not, or whether you're plant-based, you'll grab something from this. These are five basic categories, nothing new here, no rocket science, but it's fundamentals that I want you to grab onto and kind of think about for your own nutrition if you are struggling or if you feel like your protein needs a bit of work so yeah that's it that's the list hope it's helped um obviously if you've got any questions about this reach out to me in the show notes below you'll be able to see you know you can find me on instagram to climb dietitian or you can just send me an email or whatever it may be and we'll go from there of course as always you know if this podcast has been helpful if you're grabbing you know, new information this is teaching you how to level up your nutrition. It's being helpful for you, uh, whether it's this episode or 
any of the other episodes if you listen to them, then I would really appreciate it if you would be willing to leave like a five star review or you know your you know your Apple Podcast or rating on Spotify, whatever it is that you listen to this podcast on, just so we can share the message and grow this grow this community and help more people. So yeah, if that if that is the case, I would appreciate it. Uh, but no dramas if not. And yeah, until next time, stay classy. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.